I know a lot of you guys were expecting Bishop Francis, so I'm sorry for the disappointment, but you only get Father Marcus here, right? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good. Today, as we begin to reflect on what it means to be a man in today's society, certain things kind of have to come together. When we think of, of being a man in today's society, right, it's, it's a society that's incredibly, it's neutering, right, the image of a man. It's kind of just kind of in a sense, there is no masculinity or femininity anymore, and it's increasingly telling us each and every day, right? These roles don't exist. Femininity and masculinity are a thing of the past. You know, sometimes to be overly masculine means like you're being overly oppressive and things of that nature. And as we heard earlier, there's all these, you know, these gender studies and things like that that are kind of like over, they overanalyze things, right? They overanalyze things and they begin to plug these things into our culture and they begin to influence everyone, right? These small minority people who think these, this way in society begin to have these large impacts because they do teach in our universities, they teach in our political spheres and all these things, right? And it begins to have an influence on our daily life. But what does it mean to be a man today? St. Augustine has a great quote. He says, The beard signifies the courageous. The beard distinguishes the grown men, the earnest, the active, the vigorous. So that when we describe such, we say that he is a bearded man. So I think I'm good, right? I, I just, everyone should have a beard, right? That's what St. That's what Augustine is saying, right? More importantly, though, I think, I think when we look at the church, we look at the Bible, we see these men of the Bible, and we see these faithful men and how it is that they reacted to God, right? We see St. Peter, over and over again, he's failed Jesus, but at the end, he answers the call, and Jesus calls him to lead his flock. We see St. Paul, who was the most influential figure in the New Testament. And here he is, at first persecuting Jesus, and persecuting his people. But then at the end of it, he comes Again, a Christian, a committed Christian, becomes a man of God. Like we heard earlier, right? When I was a child, I did childish things. When I became a man, I put aside those childish things, and I did what a man was supposed to do. This year, especially in the church, was a historic one. It's the first time the Universal Church has dedicated an entire year to St. Joseph. They said, this is the year of St. Joseph, and they want St. Joseph to be that model of what a man is like. What does that look like? What does St. Joseph, what does the faith of St. Joseph look like? I think he's the epitome of what a man is supposed to be, a Christian man is supposed to be in today's world. Jesus, I mean, St. Joseph is the story of all of us. St. Joseph is the story of all of us. Right? He's an ordinary man. He's a husband. He's a foster father. And he walked the same earth that we walk today. He's faced the same temptations that we face today. The same trials, the same sufferings. And yet, he did it all with trust in God. He was a man who knew himself, he was a man who knew his faith, he was a man who knew God, and he was a man who could, who could honestly say that he feared God in his life. He was a holy man. This is what we are to imitate as men of God. So when we think of what it means to be a man, we look at St. Joseph. Again, he's a just man who treats every person that he meets with the dignity of God. He truly sees God in each person that he meets, and he's always attentive to their needs. Right? His faith in God, again, advances God's plan, not only in his life, but for the salvation of the world. He said, yes, Lord, here I am. He doesn't say anything. We don't know anything about what St. Joseph says. Not a single word is recorded in the Bible about what St. Joseph says. But what we do know is that when God told him to do something, he did it. We know him by his actions. 
We know what kind of man he was by his actions. And we are called to imitate those same actions. We are called to imitate that trust, that courage, and to just following whatever it is that God wants us to do in our life. And to act. Countless times, right? St. Joseph is told by the angel three times, he's told, you know, take the child and do this. Don't be afraid, do this. Don't be, you know, don't be afraid, come back to Egypt, or, or, or sorry, come back to Israel from Egypt, things of that nature. He's constantly being told by God what to do. And the Bible, all it says is, the next, the next sentence is, he took the child and his, and his uh, wife, and he did as the angel of the Lord commanded. That's what we're called to do. It's to have trust in God, to have courage in God, and to do what it is that he's asking us to do. St. Joseph always had this courage to rise up to the challenge. He always had this courage to rise up to the challenge as a man of God. He was never afraid. He did exactly what it was that God wanted him to do. And as men, that's what we have to look for, right? Is that challenge. That challenge to be true Christian men. That challenge to be true disciples of Jesus Christ. There was a, there was a writer who once said, he said, I didn't go to Christianity because it was easy. A bottle of wine makes me feel good, right? Christianity, if Christianity just makes you feel good, it's not, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right at all. He said, I go to Christianity because it's challenging, because I rise up to the challenge, because carrying your cross is a daily challenge. St. Joseph felt that challenge in his faith, but he trusted and had courage in God. So Joseph reminds us, I think he's this ultimate saint, Joseph reminds us, that holiness is not just kind of doing these extraordinary acts in everyday life, but it's going through everyday life with extraordinary faith. It's doing those small things with that great faith, that we faithfully do these duties towards God, we do these duties towards our family, we do these duties towards others, and we do it well, always with God in mind, right? With a clear moral conscience, with this compass, this moral compass that's always leading us to God. Brothers, the situations of life at times are going to be difficult to respond to. It's going to be difficult. But this is where we learn from St. Joseph. Each and every day we have to have that imitation of St. Joseph within our minds, right? We have to try to look to St. Joseph in our daily life. That means moments to become virtuous just as he was. We have to focus on reflections, on the correct response to all those who enter into our life, right? Maybe there's somebody who's bothering us at work, or maybe it's in our own lives, personal lives, whatever it might be. We have to have those true corrections. We have to correct ourselves to be like, am I treating everyone with that same dignity of God? We have to have moments of silence throughout our day in order to hear God speak to us. God is speaking to us each and every day. Are we taking that moment of silence to listen to him? Moments of discernment. To be able to hear God's voice in a world that becomes incredibly loud, in a world that is constantly competing for our attention. Here's Jesus ahead of us, and yet there's these different things of life that are constantly demanding our attention. They're constantly trying to tempt us. Are we taking the time to discern the voice of God in our daily life, or are we falling to these other things? Lastly, moments of openness and courage. To do what needs to be done and what needs to be said at the right moments. But again, that means following God, discerning His voice in our life by prayer, by reading the Bible, by studying the Word of God, so we are able to understand what it is that we are to go to. So my brothers, we pray at this Mass, 
that as we receive Jesus, we pray for the courage to become true disciples of the Lord, to do whatever it is he asks of us, and to always respond with a faithful and hearty, Lord, here I am. I am willing to do what it is that you ask of me. Amen? Amen. Amen.